Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Welcome back, 101 ESPN, and it is our pleasure to welcome to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, the great Jeremy Rutherford. Good morning, Jar. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, don't use that uh, great. Just save that for the people who really are. Oh, my gosh. No, no. Yeah. No, come here, sweet, sweet prince. You truly are great. <laughs> See, I, that's reverse psychology. Just trying to get you to say more. Yeah, I like it. It was well done. I like it. Do I look big in this dress? <laughs> oh, God, hold on. i got to think through this. The answer is yes. <laughs> uh, JR, I see there is some uh, news this morning, and that just came out. Uh, fill the uh, fine people in. Yeah, Braden Chen, who left the game the other night, Saturday against Florida, uh, with an injury, is on the ice today and was skating in the rushes, so he looks like he's fine. Uh, two guys who weren't skating, Robert Thomas, he left with about five minutes to go. Uh, sat on the bench for the remainder of the game. He is not skating, so we'll get an update soon from Craig Ruby on him. And Justin Falk, nothing from Saturday's game that would lead us to believe he's out, but he did not skate uh, this morning. Could be maintenance. We'll check again with uh, Ruby here shortly. So uh, let's let's talk about this road trip as a whole, and then I want to get into Saturday in the third period in particular. And really, uh, you know, I, I saw you tweeting throughout the fact that the Blues were even once it got to overtime, I just exhaled. I'm like, man, well, it's great to just get that. And then you have the Cairo goal. But overall on the road trip, let's talk about the play because up until that third period, you were probably on the verge of writing a column talking about, man, things uh, were looking really good going into Buffalo, and now the Blues may have to re-examine just how much progress they really made. So how would you characterize the play we saw in Buffalo, Tampa, and and Florida? Yeah, 100%, Tim. Yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, you look at uh, those games, you look at Buffalo, and you look at uh, Tampa, and you look at Florida, and they're giving up a lot of early goals. You're seeing it done the same way that we we saw it uh, during that losing streak with the uh, poor defensive play, the, the mistakes, just coughing up the puck. That's the thing that Craig Bruby harped on during that time when the Blues lost eight in a row, and, and we saw it crap up again. But the biggest thing is the cluster of goals, and I, I broke it down. You give up one early against Buffalo, and then you give up three quick ones against Tampa, three quick ones against Florida. And, uh, and I think if you're a Blues fan, save for that third period that we'll get to here in a second, you're looking at it like uh, this is the same team that we saw a couple weeks ago. So they showed a lot of heart to me to come back in that third period. With regards to what we saw in that third period, uh, it was it was a trip saving kind of performance against a team. You know, not, not nice. I saw your uh, piece with Matthew Kachuk, and he acknowledged it's not like they're off to a great start, but they certainly have aspirations for greatness this season once April and May rolls around. But still, that's a good team. Back-to-back nights, playing good teams on the road, uh, wrapping up a road trip. Uh, I don't want to say it would have been easy to just pack it in, 
But, you know, once you saw 3 nothing in the first period, you're thinking, well, this isn't going to happen. And then they're able to turn it around. What did they do so effectively? And what, uh, what have you heard from the guys and the coaches with regards to what they were able to pull off in the third period and then get the two points in overtime? Yeah, we'll get a chance to talk to him here shortly. But I think what we saw there is just a team that stuck with it. And you mentioned it, playing second night of back-to-backs, also three and four. But also, to me, the biggest thing, 12 games in the last 20 days. That's what happens when you don't play a lot of hockey at the start of the season. The schedule uh, dictated that. But now you're going to play a lot of hockey. So they were playing their 12th game in in 20 days. And you're talking about the end of a three-game road trip. You know, you had some Thanksgiving festivities there. I don't want to be cliche and say it'd be easy to mail it in in that third period and, and just say, hey, it wasn't meant to be. But, you know, I think the, the big part, the, the, the players who got it going, you know, you can talk about O'Reilly and the season that he's had and the offensive numbers haven't been there and he hasn't looked like himself. But he gets that goal and that kind of gets it started. And, and I think uh, the team followed him, which they've been known to do in those situations. So uh, the other thing to point out to him is you start that game with just the 11 forwards because you go 11-7. Then you lose Shen. Then you lose Robert Thomas the last five minutes of the game. Those are some big horses. So I think to prevail uh, shorthanded there was a huge deal. Yeah, and, and let's talk about the way that it played out in overtime. I mean, that, that was a thing of beauty. Tori Krug, Jordan Cairo, uh, the celebration, the fans in the building stunned. Uh, let's go through that play and, uh, and, and, and what worked and how significant it was. Yeah, how about that? And Jordan Cairo, you know, I talk about him at the start of the season where everybody questioning the contract, and, and he comes up with uh, two big goals, one in the third period and, and one there in overtime. You know, we are just talking about the defensive mistakes. Uh, Tory Krug has made a couple of those here lately, but for him and Cairo to hook up on that OT goal, I think Cairo said after the game he got the wink from uh, Tory Krug, and, and uh, he knew the pass was coming, and, and he put on the Jets and, and caps it off. And we've seen some pretty good reactions from Jordan Cairo on some of these goal celebrations, but I think that one takes the cake. And it just spelled how much that win meant to those guys to uh, finish the trip like that and come home. And, you know, I don't want to exaggerate here, but, I mean, if you lose that game, now all of a sudden you've lost three straight again, and you're kind of falling into that same, you know, situation that you'd been in early in the season. You know, that's a big one. Now you come home, you host Dallas. Dallas first in the division. They've lost a couple games here. They got the league's best scorer, Jason Robertson, 18 goals. You know, if you can win this one, then maybe you can forget a little bit about what happened in Buffalo, yeah, what happened I, in Tampa. But they, they certainly have to clean things up. But I think on the heels of that win to come out tonight and have a good game, I think you kind of point it back in the right direction. A final question for you brought up uh, Krug uh, and his struggles. Do you think this is related to the injury? we saw last week anything lingering what do you think's possibly going on there yeah so it could be so we know that uh you know he's, he's had some injuries in the past and you know obviously you see some things in the locker room guys are wrapped up and you know you're not making a story out of it but you know that they're playing through something so i, I think that he had been playing through something and then he had that injury at the morning skate where craig ruby said something happened that day you know, when I say that he's made a mistake or two, they all have, right? And there's been a lot of misplays in that defensive zone. He kind of had that little soft clearing attempt the, the other night that led to a goal. I think that was in Tampa Bay. Uh, but it's just a situation where uh, he's one of their better defensemen, and he and Justin Falk together haven't been as good of a pair as they've been in the past. So uh, it was nice, I think, for Tory Krug probably to – to get that pass off to Cairo to finish off that win and, and feel good about that game. There it is. Jeremy Rutherford followed the coverage throughout the day. Blues and Stars pregame at 6 p.m. here on 101 ESPN. The great Jeremy Rutherford. JR, thank you so much. <laughs> 
I can stay on if you want to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, Jeremy Rutherford with us here on 101 ESPN. Jackson, it's time for us to go, is it not? Yeah, it's time to pack it up. Uh, i got to find out if Tanner was out of town. That's my job. <laughs> That's coming up. BK and Ferrari are next. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN.